Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now to talk about the prospect of Kevin Love coming to Boston and about the future of Rajon Rondo as well, it's Chris Mannix from SI.com. Chris, thanks a lot for joining us on Middays with MFB. How are you? I'm good, guys. And before we start, Christian, I want to just applaud you for once again being as active as anybody on Twitter. <laughs> three tweets in the last month, and one is announcing the formation of the new show. So keep up the good work there. Yeah, I friend. appreciate it. So wait, are you at a movie premiere? Are you in L.A. right now? Or who are you, who are you rubbing elbows <laughs> with right Pacquiao. now? I mean, I'm, I'm surprised you were even called in. You know, it's just so big time with all the movies and, you know, fights and sitting ringside. I mean, Listen, thank don't you. Hate, don't hate the player, hate the game. No, no, I'm I respect just, I respect both. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm proud. When, when <laughs> swimsuit models call me to show up somewhere, I go. If the swimsuit model is calling you, uh, what actually are you doing a report on? Just the bathing suit colors, and do you need help with that? Well, no, because, you know, when you do these shoots that we have to write about the hotel. And, and ah, really the, the travel channel hotel type. that provides us with all our free stuff needs, uh, needs to get some props. Well, when we got into the SI swimsuit discussion a few days ago, would Chris have been the one to turn to for the discussion between Candace Swainpool and Lily Aldridge? Oh, yeah, or? Mannix, he's, like, tight with all these girls. They love him. I, I'm a Lily Aldrin fan. Yes, uh, there we I'm go, a, Chris. I'm a fan. All right. So I, I got I to gotta side with Lily. Well, Chris, would you side with the idea of bringing love here, or are we in Boston who are excited about that? And primarily, I mean, me. Well, I think all three of us, right? Yes. All three of us are on board with this. Should we be as excited about it as we are? Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth you know getting excited about. Look, I, I think that Kevin knew exactly what he was doing when he went to Boston. I mean, <laughs> due respect <laughs> to the city, I grew up there. I love the town, but nobody vacations in Boston this time of year. You're, the guy just finished a long season. Why wouldn't he go home to? Washington State, or go back to Southern California to take a to take a break. I mean, I think it was there was a it was a reason for that trip. And and look, he's made it clear through his representatives to Minnesota that he has no intention of of resigning there after next season. They're going to opt out of the contract, and you know they're going to look elsewhere uh, for better opportunities. And Flip Saunders in Minnesota, as much as he's done everything he possibly can to undo the mess that David Kahn created out there with Kevin Love, you know this team doesn't have championship potential yet they've got some good pieces in love and ricky rubio and nikola pekovic uh shabazz muhammad could turn out to be a player but they've got the middle of the pack pick in the draft this year they don't have a ton of cap space uh they're going to be in a situation where they have to trade kevin and you know i don't think it happens before the draft but sometime this offseason uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if kevin love has moved well why, why was he here i mean really was it to, to put pressure on minnesota let him know he's just really to see Boston for two days? So I think there's a subliminal message there. I think he's, he's, put, it, he's put it right in Flip's daughter's face. Look, Flip reacted to it somewhat negatively. Flip put it out there saying, you know, uh, you know, Kevin's under contract with us. We fully expect him to be here next year. I don't think it was they were entirely pleased with, with Kevin's trip to Boston, the fanfare uh, that it received. I mean, he could have, I guess if he wanted to, he kind of could have flown under the radar, but he didn't, you know, have a moment's pause about taking pictures with people, showing up at Celtics games or Red Sox games, taking a picture with Rajon Rondo, you know, bumping into Rajon Rondo in the in the stadium. What are the odds that that was actually a coincidence? I, I think he was doing it 
to put a little more pressure on Minnesota to make a move. You, know, you just said it doesn't have to be before the draft. It could be this summer. I don't should, think shouldn't before, it be before the draft? Shouldn't they want those picks in you know, this draft? I, I, look, I, yes, it, it should. Um, but whatever, whoever Boston would pick can still be traded uh, to Minnesota as the centerpiece of a deal. I, I just don't, and I don't know how to fully explain this, but the salary cap ramifications that make a deal before the draft with as many moving pieces that are probably going to be involved a little more difficult. Remember when the Kevin Garnett deal went down, that was in late July, early August. You had the salary cap set after the draft uh, that year. But because of the salary cap implications, I think it's less likely and, and, frankly, almost impossible that it happens before the draft. All right, so who are the Celtics' competitors? So everybody in Boston who wants Kevin Love, what other teams should they be worried about? So if I see Kevin Love in Chicago, should I be freaking out? I mean, is he going to take a trip to Oakland to check out the Golden State Warriors? <laughs> the, the Kevin Love reality tour. I mean, who yeah. knows? He could wind up in, you know, making stops at some of these other places. But there, you know, there are some legit competitors for them in terms of what – what Minnesota might want, I think the Lakers and the, and the Warriors are up there. The Lakers don't have the young talent to offer, but they do have that high draft pick, and possibly they could construct a deal for Kevin Love. And the Warriors, they don't have draft picks either. They've got, uh, they traded a lot of them last year to Utah as part of a deal to dump Andres Biedrins and Richard Jefferson. But they do have NBA-ready talent in the form of David Lee and Harrison Barnes that could appeal. Uh, the other part of it they have to be wary about is there are teams out there like Sacramento that will take on Kevin Love without any kind of guarantee that Love will resign there in the long term. And if you're a team like Sacramento, who also has a top 10 pick, who's got a boatload of good young talent, you could make an appealing offer for Sacramento as well. So I don't think that, that there's a small number of teams that are going to be in the market for Kevin Love. I think there could be as many as eight or nine teams that could be realistic options if Minnesota trades them. Merloni, Fourier, and Benz with Chris Mannix of SI.com talking about the prospect of Kevin Love perhaps coming to Boston so for folks who are still leery of what the haul would be for Minnesota in exchange for Kevin Love, what would you say to them, Chris? Is it Especially since they don't have a top three pick. You're not giving up Embiid. You're not giving up Parker. You're not giving up Wiggins. If the center point is the sixth pick and maybe some other picks to go in exchange, is that too much to give up for Kevin Love for those that have seen his game picked apart in recent weeks when it comes to the analysis of him coming to Boston? Well, it depends on the number of picks that are set in Minnesota's way. Now, if it's a package that's centered around the sixth pick, maybe Jared Sullinger, and maybe one future pick plus some filler salaries to make the deal work, uh, I'm okay with that. Kevin is 25 years old, and even though he has not proven himself to be a franchise player yet because he hasn't made his, you know, taken his team to the playoffs, he still is arguably the best power forward in all of basketball. And unlike with Kevin Garnett, your window with him is more than just four or five years. Your window with him might be ten years. Uh, so it's, it's, it's worth giving up maybe a little bit more in getting Kevin Love uh, because of the, the length of time you'd have him as your franchise centerpiece. But Minnesota, I don't expect them to make a move quickly at all. I, mean, I think they're going to you know, take the temperature of maybe every team in the league to try to see what they can get for Kevin and how much they can extract from a team. You know, If they're asking Boston for... I don't know, four first-round picks in return for Kevin Love, that might be too much for me. But if they're only asking for, say, this pick, a future pick, uh, Jared Sollinger and some fillers, uh, that to me is, is enough to give up or is the right amount to give up for a guy that you're going to be able to build around for the next decade. See, even if you wait till after the draft, like you said, they don't want to move quickly, couldn't that really complicate? I mean, let's just say the, the Celtics for some reason draft – you know, Mark is smart. I don't know because they think they can do something with Rondo and they're not waiting. Mm-hmm. And also Minnesota's like, we don't like that player. 
Like, you know, you drafted the player that we don't want in this deal, or they draft another name that they don't want in this deal. Like, if the Celtics now have to look at it and say, okay, what's the player that Minnesota really wants so we can later work out this deal? I don't think you can do that. Um, I, I just think that there's too many teams in play uh, for Kevin that, that doing that runs a risk. I mean, if you're drafting, say, I don't know, Minnesota could use probably another power forward. Say you're drafting you know, Julius Randle or Aaron Gordon because you think, not because you think they're the best player on the board, but because you think they're more appealing to Minnesota. Uh, that's a mistake. You can't you know, bank on Minnesota making this deal. You think they're going to do it, and you think they'd be crazy not to, but you never know when they're going to pull the trigger on it, and you don't know what teams are going to emerge as legitimate contenders for Kevin. I think that going into the draft, if you don't have something concrete with Minnesota, if you don't have kind of one of those handshake deals to say, we'll draft this guy for you so we can trade him for you uh, a couple of weeks from now, uh, I think you got to go ahead with your own draft plans and draft the guy you think is the best player for you. All right, so with all the hullabaloo with Love being in town, we've obviously forgotten that there is a pretty good finals, NBA Finals, coming up on Thursday. San Antonio Spurs against the Miami Heat. Real quick, who has the edge, who wins the series, and why? I don't think there's a team with a, with a huge edge out there. I think this has the potential to go seven games again like it did last year. Uh, San Antonio obviously having home court is a big edge for them. Uh, they lost, I think they lost that series last year because they had to play the final two games in Miami. It's 2-2-1-1-1 now. Uh, for the Spurs, and, and having that game seven could be a major advantage. I, I do think, though, that Miami, I give them a slight edge. I'm picking Miami because Dwayne Wade is a lot healthier this year than he was last year. Last year he played three bad games, and he got one good one out of them. This year that knee looks like a, a totally different situation. looks great out there on the floor. I think he's going to have a big series against the Spurs team that will struggle to find a defensive matchup for him uh, in this series. So I, I, like, I like Miami, but I honestly – I have no confidence in that pick being the right call. I think this, this series could go either way. And if we talk about it two weeks from now, we'll be talking about uh, you know, a team won because, maybe because of an injury or because somebody stepped up that we're not talking about right now. 30 seconds, Chris. Is Rondo aligning himself with Love publicly as much as he is to help secure himself here in Boston and maybe push for a new contract? Well, I think Rondo wants a new contract. There's no question about that. But I'm not sure that he's doing it uh, because of Kevin Love. I know Rondo wants to win, and that's the most important part of it. Uh, he wants to... He wants to win out there. So it's, uh, I think it's not, it's not so much about Kevin Love. It's about finding a team they can win on. And maybe he can stay in Boston long term because he is on a team that wins. Chris, thanks so much. Our best to Lily Aldridge. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. <laughs> All right, Chris. Chris Mannix from SI.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.